okay. Are you done singing? Be daring. You never notice. Okay, so I, I started recording like five minutes ago. What if I only? Okay, she doesn't care. <laughs> this is not karaoke. You can really. I don't care, dude. Just because you have a mic does not mean. Is it weird to hide in the shadows? Is what is it that? Weird? It's from that show Central Park that I've told oh, you to watch. Right. Sorry. Central Park. Okay. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, Merry Crisis, Merry Chrysler. Merry everything. Merry holidays. Merry. So, hello, everyone. Um, hope you're all doing okay. We hope you guys all had a good Christmas for those that celebrate. I know yeah. I actually ended up having a good Christmas with all things considered. We just did stuff locally with my family, but it was a beautiful day in Southern California. Yes. It was like 75 degrees here out in, out in the sun. And so we opened presents out on the deck and did everything outside today. So it was really nice. Yes. Um, yes. We did the same type of thing. We opened presents out in our little patio garden room type thing. Mm-hmm. And it was very sunny out here in Riverside County. So thanks. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks, California. Shout out to God and anyone who's in charge of the weather up there. <laughs> Tell your tell your faculty they're doing great. Did you get any exciting fun gifts? What did I get, dude? Yeah, I got a shoe rack. Um Love that. and that was yeah, and some face wash that I'm really excited to try. And a candle. And a candle, wow. Yeah. I and mean, it's getting romantic up in here. Are you burning yeah. it right now? I wanted to burn it, but it's kind of it smells kind of interesting, dude. I don't know how oh. to describe it. Like for a second, it smells good. And then it's like, oh, that's a little meh. What did you get? Well, I asked for only stuff I needed this year or stuff that was sustainable because I am personally trying to reduce my carbon footprint. So yeah. I got a bunch of stasher bags, which are the reusable uh, silicone bags that you can use to replace nice. like plastic bags. So I got like a ton of those <laughs> on my counter. I got – oh, I got a new blender because my blender broke. So okay, cool. that was like the main thing I asked for. And then other than that, a couple other reusable things. I got this ball that you put in your washer um, and it collects like the microfibers to stop them from going back in the water system. Yeah. Um, and – oh, my brother got me an air fryer. Yes, dude. And I'm excited. That is an amazing gift. They seriously yeah. changed the game. My um, my family got a new one and they gave me their old one. Oh, I've been shoot. literally air frying everything I own. Yeah. Well, like after even we remodel, oatmeal. after we remodel, I'm not gonna have an oven, so I'm just gonna stick everything in the air fryer. Dude, it's so iconic. You can hard boil eggs in an air fryer, bruh. It's this, is, this technology of today. Who, who, what is society? Technology is just too advanced. We yeah, don't deserve dude. it. It's so it's so cool. I really love air fryers. And it's nice because you actually save water. Like you don't have to boil them in water. And obviously True. you have to use the cold water after. But True. I'm excited to use this air fryer because it's going to be great, especially when I don't have an oven anymore after the remote, Yeah. So anyways, yeah, cool gifts. Quick story that's like really sad and embarrassing. I bought my boyfriend a, a new Nutribullet 900 series off of Facebook Marketplace because I'm trying to vote with my dollar as well, trying to be more sustainable and not buying from these corporations. And I bought this over a month ago. I We tried it out this morning and that shit is broken. What? So I spent a lot of money on it too, which I'm really upset about. But yeah, dude. So basically we like turned it on and it immediately started smoking and it smelled so bad. The metal shavings like inside the rotator – 
where it was grinding so hard it came off. Like it was just, it's so screwed up. So I didn't want to do it today because it's Christmas. Although I think it's like, I think the person who sold it to me knew it was broken because you know how that, that little rotator in the middle yeah, that connects to the, the things from the thing. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's moving around. It's not supposed to move. If he doesn't respond or he probably won't, like I doubt. I don't know these people. Yeah. You could probably contact Facebook. Yes. And my purchase was protected by yeah. Facebook and it was never mentioned that there was a problem. So I'm yeah. really hoping I can get a refund and buy him a new blender. But I was like really bummed about that all day because here I am trying to vote with my dollar and yeah. then it doesn't even work. And it's like, I was really That's excited. Really yeah, whatever. It's fine. But I, I guess uh, the protection. Yeah, just make sure if you buy something off of Facebook Marketplace that you do it through Facebook rather than like Venmo or something because otherwise you will not be protected. Be protected. That's smart. Good luck, everyone. That's smart. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) So today we have a fun episode ahead. We do. So this is our last episode before the end of the year. So we decided that we're going to use this time to kind of reflect on like some of our favorite memories or favorite books, TV shows, things that we really enjoyed from this year. And then just looking like looking back, because honestly, this year flew by, but also it went really slow. So I'm um, going to use this time to like reflect and look back at what actually happened this year. Um, and then also set our goals for next year. So yeah. hopefully you guys like this and listen along um, and like our recommendations that we give. But if not, yeah. sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll start with the question for Queens from last week and we'll do this the one from this week first, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So Yeah. Um unfiltered. Welcome to Unfiltered. Episode yeah. 15. Episode wow. 15, dude. We are almost at 20. That's like three months. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so just as a refresher, last week I asked John tells the truth on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, but lies on all of other days of the week. One day he said, I will tell the truth tomorrow. On which day of the week did he make this statement? So the answer is Tuesday. And it's because John, so the thought process is John claims that he will tell the truth tomorrow. So there are two options that come from that, that the claim is the truth or it's, uh, it's either the truth or a lie. So if it is the truth, it would have to be a Monday, Thursday, or Saturday. And if this is the case and he's going to tell the truth tomorrow, there would have to be two consecutive days where he tells the truth, but there aren't. So therefore, he has to be telling a lie. And since he is telling a lie, he will not be telling the truth tomorrow. So there has to be two consecutive days where John lies. And sorry, and the only two consecutive days where John lies are from Tuesday to Wednesday. So therefore he has to make the statement on Tuesday. Damn straight, John. Yeah. So the question for this week is um, there, this one does not have a concrete answer. It's kind of like this actually was a question that was, we have proof that it was asked. Someone said they actually got asked this particular question in an interview and um, there's multiple answers to this. So next week we'll give the three that he, he gave in his interview, but um, there's, plenty of different answers you can use for this one so yeah. there's no right or wrong answer um 
So there are two balls a few inches apart on a flat table, and you have to give three methods for getting ball number one to touch ball number two without touching any of the balls yourself. So there you go. Multiple yeah. answers. Let us know on Thoughtful Thursday or anytime you can message us or anything. Think about it. Real interview questions. Good practice for those engineering interviews. And yeah, going into 2021 strong with all those questions for Queens. So. I know, dude. One day we're going to run out. And we'll just <laughs> yep. have to re-ask. <laughs> Yikes. We'll just make our own, but yes. replace some of the names and make yes, people perfect. think that we're... So Kim tells the truth on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, man. It's okay. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, We're true. things one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. Can you believe it's almost 2021 though? No. Like I, I still can't. remember New Year's Eve of 2020 going into 2020 like it was yesterday. Yeah. No, dude. Actually, like it's it's funny because you can tell that nothing happened this year because I'll scroll through my pictures really quickly and I'm already at New Year's last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, exactly. oh, cool. So literally zero literally things nothing. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. which is good. We had to control this pandemic, but also, wow, it is almost 2021. Yeah. It was yeah. just 2020. Well, yes, yeah, it was it really just 2020. <laughs> but that's crazy. Like I, yeah. I swear, I remember being at the club New Year's Eve, literally like it was yesterday. Yeah. And being um, so excited for 2020, like being like, this is going to be our year. We're graduate, we're graduating. Like all this stuff was happening. And then lol <laughs> oh man but it's it still fun, was our year though. in many ways we're gonna look back on that yes. right now and like yeah so many things happened that like I forgot about because yeah. even though we say nothing happened at the same time like so much has happened even yes. if it's just like the small things this year but we wanted to focus on those small things and try to reflect on them and um remember them because it's very easy to let those things slip by and then you know not be thankful for for the good things that happened this year so yeah like all the bad because of the because of the coronavirus, because of the pandemic, um, I actually had a lot of time. We've talked about this before, but I had a lot of time to do things that I didn't really do before. And that was like read books, actually watch TV. Yeah. You know, okay. I always listen to music, but different things like that. So it was it was a good time. And some of the books I read this year, I really, really enjoyed them. Um, I tried – so over summer, I actually read one book. Burke, one book per week. And it was a fantastic, fantastic experience. So we're my top three books this year that I read are, and I'll briefly go over them, but I read a book called A Million Little Pieces, which is a memoir. It's actually a controversial book because it's marketed as a memoir, but apparently the author um, tweaked some of the things that actually happened to him. So he kind of like exaggerated a bit. Right. But anyway, it was written from his perspective, and it's about his time in recovery from being a drug addict and an alcoholic, and it was just a very inspiring book to read. And another one is A Disappearance in Damascus, and this is based off of a true story written by a journalist that went to Syria to cover the um, – not the Syrian refugee, refugee crisis, but – the Iraqi refugees that were fleeing to Syria during the Iraq war. So that was a really good book. And it's about a woman who disappears and she actually gets kidnapped twice. That's not yeah. a spoiler. It's literally in the thing. Um, and the last book I read that I really, really enjoyed is by Mitch Album, the author of Tuesdays with Maury. But he, this is another book by him. But I highly recommend Tuesdays with Maury, with Maury as well. This book is called For One More Day and it's about – these are all just sad books, but basically it's about 
<laughs> it's about a man that like wants to commit suicide and he tries to, but he gets like one more chance to live. Right. And it's, yeah, it's a really, these are great books to read if you're going through an existential crisis, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say my top three favorite books were like all fiction. Like, <laughs> um, you sound real, real dense there, but good. That's sometimes you need those kind of books. But I personally like reading, like, I love fiction because I like being taken out of my own world into another world. So, or I also love murder mysteries. So, t- mm-hmm. some of my top favorite books from this year were murder mystery. Actually, well, two of, two of my top favorite books this year were murder mysteries. So, one was The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins and then in 2018 they made a movie of it which I haven't seen yet I need mm-hmm. to my friend and I said we were going to watch it together though because we both read the book so we need to do that but that was a really good book it's a murder mystery if you're into that super interesting um and then the other murder mystery was where the crawdads sing which mm-hmm. I am telling you like yes 2020 definitely gave me a lot more time to read as Kim said so that was definitely part of it but I have not sat down and read a book in a day in like literally years because yeah. I just haven't had the time or I haven't found a book that like hooks me enough to do that but where the crawdads sing um by delia owens is like just it just gets you it's it's a it's a gripper it's also a murder mystery but it is so good Mm. highly recommend i told kim she needs to read it my friends recommended it to me and i liked it if you read it let me know so we can discuss the ending but um, (laughs) it's one of those books i feel like i need like a book club to talk about afterwards because i just i literally had to go for a walk i mean granted i read it all in one day which is like a lot to absorb but i literally finished the book put it down and went for like an hour-long walk just to like absorb what i had (laughs) read (laughs) to process (laughs) yes to process literally uh but it's really good and then the last book that i recommend that i read this year that also my other friend recommended um is called the chemist Mm. I need to, this is the one that I have for you. Oh, it's by Stephanie Meyer. That's right. So she wrote Twilight, but it's very different from Twilight. It's not vampires and werewolves, Um, but it was really good. I think Kim, you would like it a lot. It's like kind of like a thriller, but also there's romance. I don't know. It was really good. Um, Okay. I like that one a lot. So those are the the books that I recommend from 2020, but there's a lot of others. I, I actually read a good amount this year, which is good because definitely like Kim said, I definitely had a lot more year. What? had a lot more time this year (laughs) to read, um, which I love reading. I just haven't been prioritizing it. Yeah. So really quickly, that's good that you gave the artists or the, the artists, (laughs) the, um, what are they called? Authors. Authors? (laughs) Because I forgot to say that. So a million little pieces is by James Frey and a disappearance in Damascus is by Deborah Campbell. And for one more day is by, like I said, Mitch album. So highly recommend those books. And all the books that Michaela read sound so good. I really want to read Where the Crawdads Sing because yes. she kept like Snapchatting me about it and about she it, was yeah. like crying at some point. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know I, if you'll like it, but if you if you like murder mysteries and all that, it's really good. But yes. um, if you guys read any of these books that we recommend, please like message us on Instagram or anything because I, I need to talk to people about these books because yes. they're so good. Um, a couple of my friends and I like – we just recently were talking about books and there's a lot of online sources these days, by the way, that are free. So um, mm-hmm. if you have a library card, most libraries or like LA County library, stuff like that, will let you check out um, books for free. Um, PDF version, yeah, electronic version, that's the word, like the electronic version of the book. Um, and so we were that's talking cool. about starting a book club um, and we were like, but how like we'd have to pass the book around like we don't want to all buy the book whatever but then with this we're like oh we can all just check out the book electronically read it and then like a month every month have a new book that we're reading that we talk about because we all have similar tastes in books and um 
that would be really fun. Damn, that sounds fun. The thing is, like, I've considered getting a Kindle, but I just I can't. I like having the physical yeah. copy there and yeah. turning through the pages. And Andrew brings up that. a really good point that it's nice to have um, physical books in front of you because you have that that visual cue that you should be reading that book when you have free time. True. True. So yeah, I just I hate. I don't have space, so I hate having physical books, but I have been actually, our library in town is open. So the book I'm reading right now that my friend recommended, I actually like checked out from the library. Oh, you did? They have okay. like a, they actually set up like a to-go library service oh, and you order cool. online and they put it outside for you. That's so, cool. Um, if your library has something like that, that's an option too, if you like the physical book. So yeah, I should look into that, but I have a fat stack of books on my yeah, little you know, dresser. You want to that nine nine, that's the other thing, 99 cents or what did you say? Yeah. Dollar Tree, Dollar Tree Dollar has Tree. good books. So yeah. Um, Anyway, so those are our book recommendations from this year that we really liked. And then we also, like Kim said, we always listen to music. But I don't know, actually. I should look to see if my – the amount of music I listen to, like the minutes, because the Spotify wrapped gives you the amount of minutes, minutes you listen to. Mm-hmm. I should look to see if it's higher this year than last year. Yeah, it might be. I wonder be. if I listen to more music. I do listen to, like, a ton of music in general. Yeah. So I don't know if this year has increased that. But, like, I've definitely been home more. Yeah. And I pretty much always have music playing in the background versus if I'm in class and stuff. Like, I'm not – you know, so it probably did go up this year. Yeah, I agree. I my um I have Apple Music and it doesn't really tell me, but mm-hmm. I Apple Music is lame. Sorry. Okay, that's rude. Yeah, you've heard. And also Apple Music does actually give like a wrapped whatever it's called, like Spotify yeah. does, but it's not within the app. You have to log into this thing. Yeah. But my top artist this year, I don't really have specific songs that I listen to because I seriously listen to so much music all the time but my top three were Dominic Fike shout out to him he is wonderful and apparently he was supposed to perform at UCR's welcome week this year but because of COVID he just did like an online performance so I was sad and then I really like Gus Dapperton's music I didn't so I have a bunch of his songs on my playlist before but I didn't recognize him as an artist it was just like individual songs that I liked and then I listened to his new album Orca or something. I think it's called Orca. Oh, yeah, Orca. Yeah, that's when you sent. so good. Jesus Christ. And this came out recently, but I've been playing this music nonstop. Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon oh, 3 yeah. is just so, so good. And I also have been listening to so much Kanye. But what would you say like your genre of music is? Okay. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't really know me, I listen to like a lot of hip hop, but it's also a lot of like indie pop and alternative pop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a big mix, but I think mostly hip hop. I didn't break my top artists, really. I did top songs because I was looking at my Spotify wrapped. Although I guess they give me top artists too. Yeah. But, anyways, my top song for 2020, I'm not surprised because I literally fell in love with the song. I remember when I first heard it. I was like obsessed with it, but it's called Fly by Jay Spin. It's good. I actually haven't listened to anything else by Jay Spin. I don't really know who he is as an artist, but that one song is so good. So I recommend it's like just a vibe, you know? Yeah, it's not it a really banger. Is. It's just like a vibe. Yeah. When you need to vibe, really you just is. play Fly by Jay Spin. Um, and then obviously Hamilton soundtrack because yeah. that came out this year and I became obsessed with it. And Kim hates me for that because I was a fake fan before that. Uh, yep. Or I am a fake fan because I didn't like it originally before it came out. So that was like all, half my top 10 songs were Hamilton. Um, the whole soundtrack's amazing though. And then Sebastian Paul really pulled through this year. He came out with some bangers. He has a lot of really good songs. I, I like his vibe. Um, but my two favorite by him are Impatient and Back and Forth. They're just so good. Mm-hmm. They're just good. I listen yeah. to them all the time. Anyways, so 
my I def- definitely have a different music taste than Kim. I do like some of the songs she obviously like overlap in some places, but I definitely like more like alternative. Although those songs I recommended weren't really necessarily alternative either. Um, yeah, yeah. But in general, I like more alternative kind of alternative rock, that kind of vibe. But I guess the ones I recommended were kind of more along the pop, pop sort of yeah. vibe, sort of. Yeah, music is literally the only thing that got me through this year, to be honest. Well, that and like movies and stuff. Because yeah, true. We definitely, I'm sure people like between Disney Plus coming out this year and then like the yeah. amount of free time we had, definitely watched a lot more TV and stuff this year, which I can't say I'm proud of. I wish I'd spent a lot of my time differently this year, but we all know we all did that. So, well, like, I don't know. A lot of good stuff came out recently, or like I just, I came on to different streaming platforms yeah. because of the pandemic. So, right. um, and speaking of pandemic, actually, one of the shows I watched, I actually watched it. It, there's one season on Netflix right now, and I watched the entire thing yesterday on Damn. Christmas Eve because I had food poisoning. But <laughs> basically, it is a fantastic show, and it kind of relates to what's happening right now. Not really because it's fiction, but it's called Sweet Home. It's a Korean drama, and I highly recommend if you watch the show, do not watch it with English dub, please. Mm. Watch it with Korean English subtitles. Yeah. But basically, it is about um, this epidemic that hits – Korea and it just spreads across the nation Damn. and people that's turn into relatable. monsters. So oh, it's not kind of like, yeah, but it's like, it's like a walking dead type vibe, but it's so good, dude. I cried so hard at the end, but anyway, I recommend that show. If you're only, if you're okay with gore and blood and like yeah. um, jump scares, cause it's kind of, it can kind of be scary. It and very gory. No, it's real life. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then I watched this for the first time this year. It's an old movie, but Shawshank Redemption is such a fantastic film. I really, really recommend it. It was on uh, Netflix at the beginning of the pandemic, and then I think they took it off. But they put it on for a while, so find a way to watch it. I don't know. Um, another show that I, – I love scary stuff. If you don't know me, that is my genre. Horror, like anything scary, that is what I love. So Haunting of Hill House was another really, really good show that I watched. There's another show written by the same writers, I think. It's called um, Haunting of Bly Manor, which I started watching too, but it's like not as good. So watch Haunting of Hill House. And then finally, this is different from all the other <laughs> movies and shows but i watched central park which is on apple tv and it is a fantastic show it's an animated musical so watch it yeah you keep telling me to watch that yes Oops. dude it has david diggs at the beginning of this podcast what yeah it has david diggs it has um uh leslie odom jr Damn. josh gad is one of the main characters so it's too. like literally broadway people <laughs> yes kristen chris what's her no. name Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell and then Titus Bergeron or whatever from um, Oh. Yeah. Damn, that's a good cast. It is fantastic, man. I keep saying that word, but it's so good. All right, maybe I'll have to check it out for 2021. Yes. My favorite TV shows and movies this year, none of them are from 2020, so I'm sorry. I do not I have not watched any like recent 2020 movies or shows, but these are ones that I watched in 2020 that I really enjoyed. So you might have already seen them. But um, I started a Great British Baking Show because who didn't in quarantine? Um, got my parents hooked, got some coworkers hooked, got friends hooked. Yeah, it's just such – it's one of those shows that, like, I don't sit there and get super into, but I love having on the background if I'm, like, right. working on a project or something like that because um, it's just so entertaining. And also, like, you learn so much about baking. Honestly, yeah. like, I really, really – there's, like, three things I really want to make now after watching that show consistently. <laughs> 
And then I know I'm behind the times, don't yell at me, but I watched Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time this year. Um, I have had lots of people telling me to watch it for a long time. And yes, it stands up to the hype. It, I thought it was really good. Um, I didn't. I haven't watched Legend of Korra yet. I've heard mixed reviews about that. Um, it's a good show. Don't listen to anyone else. Okay. All right. Got it. <laughs> but um, Avatar Last Airbender was really good. And then um, two movies that I liked this year that, again, one of them came out in 2013. One of them came out last year. But um, I really liked About Time, which was the one that came out in 2013. Really cute movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a romance movie. But um, really cute. Makes you cry, though. Um, but I definitely recommend it was a good watch. And then I really liked Marriage Story, which came out last year and it won, to, won a bunch of Academy Awards, but I finally got around to watching it this year. And it's definitely like on the more serious note for sure, but it was just so like real and really good. The acting was just so good. It has the guy, um, I can never remember his name, who plays Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Damn it. Adam Driver, okay. Anyways, yeah, Adam Driver and um, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Really good movie, really good acting. I don't know. It was just so good. I, I know it's from last year, but I really liked that movie. So yeah, was good. yeah, that's good, dude. Um, a bunch of a mixed a mixed bag you got here. Yeah, See, so you bag. can tell me and Michaela are best friends, but we still have different tastes. We do. But I have been telling her to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender for the longest time for so. years, and I finally did it. Yes. Yes, I'm I had really, lots of really influences glad. telling me to watch it. So yeah, and all of you should watch it. It has amazing. Um, just like moral teachings in the show. Uncle yeah. Iroh is my hero. Yeah, he's, he's the best. the reason why I drink tea every day. So, But beyond the TV shows and the books and the movies, this year was really good. Um, some, hard my, some but of my, good. Yes, hard but good. Some of my favorite memories from this year, I don't really need to explain them, but I'll just like list them off, are graduating, of course. That was a huge accomplishment. And yeah, just – great memory because I had a great time crying with my parents in my living room. And uh, another thing, getting back into sewing just felt very nostalgic for me. Buying myself a car. Yes. That's right. She is a queen. I'm a baller. And finally, camping in the backyard with Michaela and Daria. That was a fantastic time. The multiple times we did that. And then the sprinklers turning on. Yeah, that was it. Yep. That was super fun. (laughs) That was really fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um. My favorite memories – well, you just, like, zoomed through that. My favorite memories, like, I got to get into them, you know? Um, Why? We already discussed the first one. The first one, yeah. I wasn't going to get into that one. But so one of my favorite memories, which I know it's going to – one of Kim's too, even though she didn't list it. It's fine. Um, because I knew you were going to talk about it. Okay, okay. Well, whatever. It was getting into grad school together. We talked about this on a previous episode where we found out we both got into our top schools on the same day and literally cried, and it was great. Yeah. Um, and then I also would say graduation, um, obviously, like, even though 2020 didn't go as planned, like, we freaking graduated from college, like, yeah, damn. And like, that was, it didn't go as planned. We didn't have our full graduation. But honestly, I know, at least for myself, looking back, I feel like I ended up having a better day, like the day of graduation, because with what we did at home than I would have if we'd been in person. Like, obviously, I wasn't right. with my friends. Like, we didn't get to take all our pictures and, like, walk across the stage and all that stuff, which is big and important. But at the same time, like, my family and friends did so much for me that day, I think, because they felt bad and they were like, making up for it. But I had my freaking little cousins. So I walked outside because my parents had, like, planned with my friends to do one of those, like, drive-by car parades. So that was really nice. Um, but I walk outside to go see this, like, surprise, and my little cousins had showed up 
I didn't even know they were coming at all distantly, of course. And yeah. where they all play instruments and they played, um, what's the pomp and circumstance? Well, mm-hmm. I'm like, like on their instruments, they had a little orchestra going. I was literally crying because it was so cute as people were driving by and stuff for the parade. And it was so nice. And then we had lunch with my cousins distantly and all that. And so that was really, really nice. Um, mm-hmm. And then my friends did some stuff for me in the evening. And so honestly, it was a great day and one of my favorite memories from this year, even though it obviously was not the graduation we'd envisioned for 2020. But um, maybe we'll have that one day. We'll see. <laughs> one day. That's so funny. Remember, they thought they would do it this this yeah, December. they were like, oh, we'll make it up to you in December. We'll have like a, a you graduation thought, ceremony. You thought, boy? You thought. Uh, and then before the pandemic happened and got bad, Kim and I both together and separately did some traveling at the beginning of the year. So Kim and I went to Santa Cruz to visit one of my good friends um, and stay with her and explore the city. So that was really cool. And then I personally went with some of my other friends um, and went to the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, um, to visit one of our friends at school. And so that was actually really fun. It was freaking freezing. It was snowing, but, um, that was a really good trip in February. And then obviously stuff got bad in in March. So that was like the last of the traveling I did this year, but those were both good memories. And then the last one I'll say for this year is I moved into, my parents have like a guest house in the backyard, which I'm very grateful for that they let me move into. So I have my own space. Um, but it used to kind of be like a rundown well, I'll say it. Run down piece of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I obviously it's it was good for if guests came and stayed for a week or so. It was fine. Um, but I knew I was gonna be living here for the next year. Who knows how long? So I decided to remodel it. So I basically got um, completely like redid all the paint, um, which I'm really proud. That was honestly one of my greatest accomplishments for this year was completely painted this this place by myself um, in summer. And then remodeled basically almost the entire thing with like new furniture, reorganized, got rid of all the junk that was in here. And so now I think it looks pretty good. The last thing I'm doing is remodeling the kitchen in January, um, which I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. It was like actually really fun. It was a lot of freaking work. I recommend just just doing it, you know? Just do it, dude. Just do it. Nike. Sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you accomplished a lot of goals, didn't you? Yeah, we had a lot of goals this year. I don't know. Did you have good goals that you accomplished? I have to think I about did. Yeah, I definitely had goals coming into 2020 that I for sure accomplished. So, of course, getting into graduate school because I applied last fall of the 2019s or whatever and got in. And miraculously, I'm here. And wow. I passed my classes and I'm moving forward. Nice. So Sweet. don't know how that happened. What's this PhD queen, you guys? Somehow, dude. And another thing is that I came into 2020 really wanting to start counseling like consistently. Mm-hmm. And I finally did that. So go me. Yes. High five, dude. Same. We're on Thanks, that same brother. Boat. Yes. And lastly, exercising consistent. Yeah, consistently. But you're in like good habits, which is good because it's harder to get out of that routine if you already have it settled before, you know. So that's good. Yes. Yeah, goals we accomplished this year. I set two goals for myself coming into undergrad and I actually was managed to accomplish both of them. I was really proud of myself because at least one of them was difficult. Um, but I graduated with cum laude this year and I just received my diploma t- today, actually, um, the Amazing. day we we're recording this. So only six months late, it's fine. Um, but it says cum laude on it. And I was really proud to see that because I worked really hard for that. And I honestly didn't think I was going to make it. I was very close to being under the GPA mark, but I ended up getting it. And I was really proud of myself because that was a goal I set out from the beginning of undergrad. And then the other goal 
um, for college was I also when I first took my when I took my first CAD class freshman year, they told us there was a certification test you could take after you took the second CAD class. And like being my little 18 year old self, I was like, yes, I'm going to do that. I don't care. Like, however much it costs or whatever it ends up being free because the school pays for it. But I was like, I'm going to do it, whatever. And then senior year rolls around and I completely forgot about that certification. Literally two weeks before the quarter ends, we get an email saying, sign up for this like certification exam. And I was like, oh, frick, I did not study or do anything <laughs> for this. But I signed up and I took it and I passed. Queen. And I'm just proud of myself for doing that and sticking with it and following through because 80% of me wanted to be like, no, I don't really need the certification. It doesn't really matter. But 20% of me was like, I made this promise to myself I was going to do this since freshman year. And so I did it. And now I'm CAD certified. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then the other things are kind of boring, boring, but um, I started my new job. So that was obviously <laughs> a goal I had for 2020 and it happened. So I'm here. Um, hey, you're then, making money, dude. That's not boring at all. You're a rich money. bitch now. Rich bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and then similar to Kim, I also had a lot of goals for my own um, like physical and mental health as well. But um, I definitely worked hard on staying with my workout goals for this year. And hopefully that routine will also carry into next year. Although I'm currently injured, so I have been able to work out for the past like week or so. So hopefully I'll be able to get back into that soon. But um, yeah, so that was pretty good. Look at yeah, us. dude. It was makes me. It was. It was, and it makes me excited for next year because I have some some big plans for myself. What are your so plans, really, <laughs> um, I'm reading a book called Twenty Four Six: The Power of Un- Unplugging. And basically she talks about how she does gratitude journaling like every day. And it's five, the five-minute journal where she'll just write down really quickly in the morning what she's thankful for and then really quickly at night and it equals five minutes. And I want to start doing that just because sometimes I feel like I wake up really angry and that's not the way a good way to start off the day. Um, I want to be able to do a pull-up by March yes. with no assistance. So we'll see if that can happen. No, we're going to do it. We're doing okay. it. Yeah. We're doing a pull-up by March. We're going to interview ba- you back in March on the podcast and post a video of you doing a pull-up. So Good. Okay, good. And finally, I want to read one book per month. Yes. Lol. We'll see if we can. Yes. I believe in you. You've been reading a lot lately, so just keep it up. Yeah. Um, My resolutions or goals for next year um, are – I am injured all over the place, not just the one I was talking about, but I have recurrent and long-term injuries that I've had for years. And I finally want to get those figured out, go to physical therapy, get surgery if I have to, whatever I need to do to fix those. So that's one of my goals for 2021. Um, And then also Kim has inspired me with her whole talk about the power of unplugging book. So I need to read that, but I have been very depressed with the amount of um, time I've been spending on my phone and not like social media too, but mostly just like on my phone doing dumb shit because you know how you get those like weekly reports of how much time you spend on your phone and they keep going up and it's like an absurd amount of time absurd and how much is it like six hours or something yeah it's like four or five hours it's like it just honestly is depressing to me because that's like I know it's not I'm like I'm consecutively on it for four hours but that's four or five hours in my day where I just sat there and looked at my phone whether it was Instagram or something else and obviously like we do have an Instagram for the podcast and stuff I'm gonna try to maintain that but there are things that I do on my phone that are completely unnecessary. So I want to be able to put that down. And one of those things that goes along with that is I always have my phone and go on my phone before bed. And I usually watch TV. When I was younger, I would always read a book before bed, one chapter or whatever. And I want to get back in the habit of that next year of not like obviously reducing the amount of time on my phone, but also not watching 
TV before bed because I also have a TV in my room too, which is dangerous. So I want to try to read a book before bed instead of watching TV. And then the last goal is my biggest goal that honestly, okay, maybe getting all my injuries fixed is pretty big, but this one I think is going to be difficult because I know myself and I order a lot of packages and I love Amazon Prime, but I am trying to reduce my own my own carbon footprint and reduce waste and reduce the amount of things I own and all that stuff. And so my goal for 2021 is by the end of next year, I want to have deleted my Amazon Prime account because to me, that's because I have Prime, it's so easy to be like, oh, I need this. I'm just going to go order it on Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow, you know, which like is great for in some ways, but the amount of like waste, packaging, fuel, like so many things that are used to get those packages here the next day. And like, I'm putting money into it to a company that does not need that money when that money should be going to like local companies and small businesses and stuff like that. And so I am at a place in my life where I can afford to pay the extra $5 for shipping or something and buy directly from that company instead of from the small business or whatever, instead of putting that money into Amazon and they only get 10% of the profits or whatever it is. Um, So my goal is to no longer have Amazon Prime and just buy what I need to buy either in person or from the um, actual business itself instead of through Amazon. So it's going to be a big goal and I've thought about it for a while and I know it's going to be hard because we're all so dependent on Amazon Prime these days. And granted, I would have tried sooner, but the pandemic does make it it is definitely a good thing to have during a pandemic. Like I don't want to be going to the stores all the time, but that's why I said hopefully by the end of the next of next year. For sure. Yeah, that that inspires me, dude. I think I kind of want to try to do that too. Well, I actually don't even have Amazon Prime. My I use my brothers, but yeah. Yeah, I'm but still just using even even if you're not paying for it, you're still using it. Right, you know? right, so it's right. like and that alone is incredibly wasteful. And also it just makes me buy more stuff because it's so easy to buy stuff. But if you have to go and buy something or whatever, or you pay the five dollars for shipping or whatever, it makes you like think, do I really need this? Exactly. Do I really want it? Yeah, that's a good point. So that's a good point. And then I also like especially because Amazon Prime has like free returns, I'll always buy stuff. And then if I don't end up using it, I'll return it, which sure I didn't end up paying for it, but the amount of waste that produces right. between shipping it and then returning it and sending it back, like so it's just a bad routine I'm in and I want to try to get out of that. So damn. Sounds damn, good, dude, these are some good goals. They are. Look at us. 2021 is going to be a big year for us. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm and excited. then our other goal is um, podcast go viral. That would be great. Oh yeah. Actually. Thanks guys. Please get on the move. <laughs> that's, on just, us. Like, that's on you. So yeah, that's on you guys. Thanks. Can you just like spread the word y'all? Thanks so much. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Let us know what your goals are. Yes, let us know what your resolutions are and if you watch or listen to or read any of the recommendations we had. And um, yeah, happy – Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Guys, it's, it's going to be 2021 in just a few days. Like yeah. we're going to crush this, okay? We're I know 2020 was it. a really hard year and it's crazy looking back at what 2020 was. But 2021 is, is a new year and – it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. I feel it in my bones. Same, dude. So with that, thank you for listening to Unfiltered. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Unfiltered PDCST. And yeah, thank you guys so much for sticking through us through the last three months of 2020. And we'll be here carrying on carrying on in into 2021. Get Liddy, but be safe. Get Liddy, Wear a mask. Don't be dumb. Make smart decisions. Use protection. All I, love you. I love I you. I love well you, but you. Oh, <laughs> you, you all, you, you all. all out there. My name's Kimberly. My name's Michaela, and, and this, this is, is unfiltered. unfiltered. Oh my gosh, it's so emotional. See you guys wow. next year. Okay. Good night. Bye.